Welcome all to the show all. I'm your host Sully and once again it's that time of year where we're interviewing all kinds of positive influencers, all kinds of instructors, teachers, and just other people who make it their mission to uh, help the little guy out. Here on the show today of High Flying Productions is Cadence. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Anytime. And so you teach just uh, a bunch of Zoom courses on, uh, you call it your activation station, so to speak. <laughs> you got it. I do. I, You know, I really would put myself under the title of a serial entrepreneur. Um, mm -hmm. I love building businesses and I love helping other people succeed. I love being able to... Um, take the knowledge that I have and, you know, from all the books I've read and the time I've spent and just be able to pour into others. So I'm very excited for this opportunity because um, I want to be able to, you know, take what I know or pieces of advice that I have and be able to give that to your listeners. So I'm really excited. So thank you again so much for having me. Anytime. And it's free promo for your business. And that just, uh, I, I just love just people who, actually have a formula and they actually want to make a difference in the world and right. uh all together i i think this is just the time where we just have to kind of just pat everyone on the back and just remind them hey you want to change your life you can do that anytime anywhere you, don't have you to are absolutely right. I love, oh my gosh, I love that. That is um, what I feel my purpose is, is to empower other people to step into their God-sized shoes. Like we're all born with a purpose. And yeah. you have to understand, like from the moment you're raised, you're told what you can and cannot do. Yep. So we are hardwired to listen to what other people are telling us. Like we're hardwired from a very early age to depend on other people to tell us what we should do, how we should think from parents to teachers to relatives, like everyone's constantly pouring into us. And eventually uh, around the age of usually 10, 11, 12, we start really soaking it in and we're like okay well maybe this isn't true and maybe i should think like this and maybe i should do that and maybe i'm supposed to go here and i'm and then all of a sudden we start doubting and the world starts shrinking and it's no longer at our fingertips and one of the number one things i love to get people to do when i start coaching them is i tell them go back to like the third grade go back to when yeah. when when everything was a possibility and in that moment, when you go back to when everything was a possibility, what did you want to do with your life? Bingo. <laughs> and here's what's really crazy is when you start asking people this question, so many times the answers are not all the same because no. we're not what we're we were not wired for the same purpose. Some people are like, I really am I really am impacted by the garbage room when they drive by and I love how friendly they are and I just really want to be a garbage man and some some other person like I want to be a president and somebody else is I want to do entertainment or I want to just be a receptionist and whatever it is like I feel like if somebody says like I I even just did it even just subconsciously just a receptionist you see how I said that I didn't I'm not saying that anything <laughs> yeah. down Right. You didn't villainize it or anything, but it is, what? like you say, it's just, so basically that this is really cool. Cause this kind of one thing, many health and fitness podcasts have also pointed out is finding out 
the cause of insecurity because that's kind of the biggest issue we see in mankind we we get those guys who gatekeep or other yeah. people who are bullies but don't even realize they're being such you know narcissists or jerks but it's because again they they don't know what they want to be they they're not comfortable in their own skin and yeah uh, when when you first now often i guess if you had to do a random poll like just every time you start a course with your various uh, colleagues, uh, how many of them did actually give a straight answer and how many of them were, weren't even sure of any coherent answer? I think that you, for the most part, it, it takes some, some real thinking. And that's the other thing that we live in a world where people have kind of forgotten how to think. Um, so challenge, I love to challenge people to actually use their brain. It's the most underused tool that anybody has. Yes. Um, and well, we just live in such a technology-based world that we don't really have to think. We can just look it up on the, our handheld device. Yeah. <laughs> so it takes people a minute to like, you know, really ponder that. Sometimes they'll come back to me in a day. Sometimes they'll come back to me in a week and, you know, they're just kind of like, that was really hard for me because I had to push through what everybody else was expecting of me what everybody else was saying I should be and really go back to you know what I feel I want without feeling selfish about it because many times when we focus in on ourselves, then other people are oh you're so selfish you're not thinking about your family you're not thinking about your kids you're not thinking about this and, and you start holding this heavy burden mm. and I just want to release people of that and, and let them know that they are capable and that they were given that purpose. And if they were given that purpose, they're equally going to be given the opportunities to fulfill it. And I think too many people overlook that or feel bad about taking them. Yes. So totally. And, and it, isn't it wild how it goes in stages where it's like, I'm not sure what I want to do versus I know what I want to do. I just don't know how to do it. Yes. Yep. Well, that's, that's a part of learning and, and then accepting and then also closing your ears and eyes to people around you, because it doesn't matter, you know, where you're at in those stages. Uh, you're always going to have people that want to talk down to you. You're always going to have people, you're always going to have your haters. <laughs> so you've got to yeah. be like so confident in yourself and so um, in love with the direction you want to go in your life. I'm really big on vision boards. Um, we see our minds see things in pictures. So it's very important um, that we visualize the life that we want and how we want to live it. And again, that's another question I can ask people and you'll, you will always get different answers. Some people love the woods and cabins. That's not my thing. You know, some people love the beach and the sand and that is not other people's things. And so just knowing what you want and not being scared of it. Well, what do you, that that is true because like you see some people who they want to keep kind of just going into the corner afraid of the unknown afraid of just knowing i mean even people who are self-aware they're afraid but don't want to get better at it or conquer the fear uh yeah but why do you it's... think you're good at bringing people out of their shell um I don't know. That's I mean, that's a really great question. Uh, I have done a lot of studying, so I'm confident in, you know, how brains work. My favorite book is The Magic of Thinking Big. 
Uh, it's an older book, but it's absolutely my favorite book. It changed my life big time. It opened my mind. It helped me to understand. David J. Schwartz. Yep. Nice. David Schwartz. Yep. It, it opened my mind one. and it, it just helped me to understand, you know, how powerful my, my mindset truly is. And it's like, once you understand that you're living a life based on the choices that you have made, it becomes very liberating. Yeah. To the, to the right person. It, be, it can become very scary to the people who look around and they're like, wow, I really suck, you know, <laughs> and they don't want to take accountability for it. They're like, mm -hmm. oh, no, life happened to me. And we can all say life happened to me. But the moment you really get it, and this is what this is, this is kind of what drives me is I want more people to really get it. The moment you really understand that you are living your choices, that means at any moment you can change your choices and start changing the, the direction of your life. And it's not going to happen instantly. It's not going to be easy, you know, because we're creatures of habit. Um, so I just take the things that I've learned and I take my experience because I have lived that life of poverty. I've lived that life of, you know, the victim. I've lived the life with the crappy upbringing and the, you know, parents that told you you couldn't amount to anything and you had to go this and, you know, uh -huh. I lived that. So I can relate to a lot of people. I came out of it and became super successful. And then it scared the living daylights out of me and I floundered. And that's another thing that a lot of mm. people who, who don't understand success or don't have a coach or don't have, you know, proper things in place is when you work so hard and you do finally create success in, in a high magnitude, you sit there with your head spinning and you almost get complacent and you almost are like, well, now what? I achieved everything. Now what do I do? Yeah. What and matters that, now? Nobody can really prepare you for that moment. And and as much as I tried to think I was prepared, I wasn't. And yeah, eventually none of us are. You know, I, I end up losing a a ton, a lot. And I like to look at my life like a stock market. I don't know if you're into stocks or not, but no, I follow good, some of it. It's, it's okay. Fine. So I mean if you if you study stocks, they go up, down, up, down, up, down, and usually you've got your highs and your lows. And an upward trend, which I believe everyone's life is on an upward trend. You got to believe that your life is, if you look at stock market, your life is on an upward trend. That means that your lows, your bottom line will never be as low as the low you had before. Mm. So if you're on an upward trend. So I look at my life and I say, okay, I had had some really bad lows in my life, but I'm on an upward trend. So it's never going to actually be that low again. I'm just going to keep, and my next high is going to be higher than the last high because that's an upward trend. Um, and so I think that the more we speak that positivity and stay focused on like the bigger picture, the better, you know, and I just want to help people. I want to open people's minds so they can understand it and, you know, walk it out. That's nice. Uh, but also you, you get this emotional reward knowing that they've succeeded and they've come out of their shell and, you also have come out of your shell by just sharing this info and reminding everybody of, do you ever just kind of just on certain days, just detect all the positive, just vibes going back and forth. And you're like, I, I do not want to leave this room. You know? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, well, I have a two-year-old, so <laughs> my life, I'm running around in many rooms, but, um, I mean, are you asking me kind of if, if I, if I'm able to stay in the positivity all the time or if I have lows? No, no, just more just like, do, do you ever kind of, uh, just, you, you notice, uh, you, you just feel all this positive vibe and you're just, you're kind of acknowledging it. <laughs> Well, yeah. And, um, you know, you are who you hang around. You're the average of the five people that you hang around the most. Um, and if you're not careful, uh, I just warn everyone, you know, just be careful. You are who you hang around. And we, we try to say, no, I'll be the light in the dark. <laughs> uh, it doesn't always work. Yeah. It never works. It, it never works. Um, if you had a choice to be around four other, you know, four billionaires or around four people who are living in poverty, and you know that you're going to be the average of whoever you hang around, who do you choose? You know, if you're going to be around people who are positive and, you know, see life and a, you know, a, just a, a good nature, or you're going to see people who are constantly gossiping and pessimistic and whatever again who you're going to hang around you're not going to come into that and change it no and and your mindset is so fragile that you have to cut ties and i think that so many people um i don't know where you're located but i'm down in the south that i'm originally from the north though that was texas okay yeah so people in the south that I've, i've noticed are a lot more laid back to your face like everybody just wants to be like happy to your face but um they'll very quickly want to when you're not around have something else to say that makes sense no it's Um, very true in in the north it's not really it's not really like that in the north um people just kind of tell you for the most part north west coast whatever they just kind of tell you how it is and how they feel (laughs) um which i prefer right because i want to be careful with who my five people are and who i'm hanging around and if those people are edifying and lifting me up all the time yeah or tearing me down um and gossiping about me when i'm not around so i just tell people be careful with who you allow in and Mm -hmm. just be careful because you'll become one of them if you think so or not you will (laughs) totally if you hang out with toxic people you're bound to be like them it's no different than how people get to the second stage of their life and they realize oh i've been too much like some of the very people i don't care to be like it's like well but you hung out with them (laughs) yeah and i've had some coaching clients um quite a few actually that ended up having to leave relationships oh, because as we were going through the coaching, they're realizing that if they don't break this off, they're never going to fulfill their purpose, which ultimately that purpose is what gives us joy and gives us fulfillment. And here's the kicker that I firmly believe. I firmly believe that if people are not feel uh, feeling fulfilled and chasing after their purpose they become depressed yes and the depressed become suicidal and mm-hmm. we have a very big uh suicide epidemic going on and yeah. if we can just help people feel their purpose again i truly believe that it will take that depression rate down because if you feel 
fulfilled and happy and you're surrounded by like-minded people going in the direction and you feel like you're making an impact and you're just, you're stepping into it. You can't be depressed like that. You can't. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I, it, it goes a little bit deeper for me because, um, you know, my, my youngest daughter, her, I call him her soulmate, but he ended up committing suicide last year. And, um, just a, a, a great kid and way too young, you know, just, and it's, it's happening all over. And I just, yes. I want people, it doesn't matter your age either. Like these, these were high school kids. So mm-hmm. and high school kids, they have purpose too. And they need people to breathe that into them. Right. And guide them, all everybody. And I think that, I think a lot of people know an idea of maybe what their purpose is and the, listening to this, they might be like, okay, what did I want to be when I was in third grade? And then, you know, they get there and then they're like, but now what? It doesn't have to be anything big, like an astronaut, but it also doesn't have to be a generic everyday deal, like firefighter, cop, retail, you know, you got to get real with yourself. If you want to have real pure joy, you got to be real and honest. Like I, I always help. I always help. Don't give me no fluff answer. I don't, I don't yeah. care about the fluff. Like, I want to know the real raw you. And if, if you're embarrassed of that with me, don't be, but let's work through why you're embarrassed. Because if that's who you are, like, and that's what you were made to be, you shouldn't be embarrassed about it. Somebody else has given you that feeling. Right. We're just like little banks and everybody makes deposits into us. And we don't realize that by that time we're in our twenties, we're literally just a product of our parents and our teachers. Mm-hmm. We never really thought for ourselves the entire time. Half the time, we couldn't even choose what we wanted to wear. No, not not even you know? remotely. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. And so we feel almost powerless, and then we're just let out into this world, and we're supposed to feel as though the world is at our fingertips, and we can do what we want. And But mentally, we don't feel like that at all. No. <laughs> so I want people to feel free. <laughs> Oh, I, I like these various avenues that you're guiding everyone on. And uh, when you see kind of the light in their eyes kind of ignite, uh, it, do you find that now, you know, you, you've hit land, <laughs> you, you've now made it clear to them is like, you can go to point A, you can go to point B, but then there's also points C, D and E, you know, you can right. also go. And it's important to give people steps to keep going. And that's why I was talking about a vision board Um, and giving yourself and, you know, having somebody else, an outsider who's unbiased kind of come in and help you with different steps and different avenues and kind of, you know, clear through it because it can be overwhelming and it can be very emotional. It's really hard to all of a sudden realize that maybe somebody in your life that um, you love dearly ruined you (laughs) yeah and and you don't really want to say that like that's that might sound harsh Mm -mm. but like that's kind of the reality of it and so then you have to kind of work through those feelings and then how to overcome those feelings and still fulfill out your purpose um it's a it's a a journey and a lot of my clients i'll usually meet them at least once a week um for a long period of time. And then eventually I'm like, okay, you know, if we need to once a month catch up or whatever. Cause also the other thing is, is accountability. Like, like I said, in the beginning, we're hardwired to be told what to do, but we don't like to be told what to do. 
No. It doesn't change the fact that we still need to be told what to do and have accountability. You're going to work a lot harder doing whatever it is if somebody's watching you. It's just how it works because you don't want to disappoint them. So mm-hmm. having accountability partners who will not let you slack is so crucial to anybody's success. Um, it doesn't matter if you're trying to write a book, if you're just try- you're trying to be CEO of a company, start you know start a business. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You need somebody in your life that is not afraid to speak truth into it and mm-hmm. say, do you think that's really helping you in your future when you sit around and play video games all day? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> don't, don't preach out. You've got goals and dreams and ambitions and you spend six hours on a video game. Like don't say you've got goals and dreams and you know, you're going to accomplish all this. And then you watch five hours of TV. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have cable service. My girls, my daughters, they didn't even grow up with like TV service. Nice. And I paid them <laughs> to read books. There you go. <laughs> about mindset. Because I thought, man, if anything, I want them to believe in themselves and their dreams, you know? There you go. Yeah. Instead of, like you say, kind of venturing off into La La Land. <laughs> or just adhering to what everybody else thinks that they should do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the most dangerous territory you can get into. Uh, and so so I like, again, this uh, depiction of a vision board. Um, and it kind of goes back to literally writing your goals onto paper. Everyone just thinks it can just be solved with a text or a typing up on a computer, but you really do have to actually kind of sit down and just look at something and say, hey, this is what I have here, and uh, I, I can type it up later. But isn't it interesting how you have to literally, it's its the oldest trick in the book, pen and paper. <laughs> and and it, and I always tell people, um, don't be doing no, like, notes in your phone. Yeah. Don't be doing no, like, technology stuff. It's, it's something... And you can't really explain it, but there's some like energy force of some sort that goes from your brain out your hand onto a piece of paper that connects it so much better than if you're trying to do something on a phone. Because I could sit and type and have a conversation with somebody else. So I'm not really like paying attention to what I'm doing with my hands. But if I'm writing, it's a lot more difficult to do so um i also believe in doing uh like actual pictures like finding examples oh nice there was an exercise that i had where it said to write out like your dream house so detailed it was like down to the smell when you walked in so when you (laughs) closed your eyes you were physically there nice yeah and so you know um Steve Harvey, he quotes somebody else, but I heard it from him. And he said, uh, your your imagination is just a glimpse of things to come. Mm. And if you really think about that, I mean, that should like really make you excited. Like a foreshadow. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I mean, it makes me just literally everything is at our fingertips, but you have to like, you have to get to that point, you know? Mm hmm. So yeah, vision boards are super important. Absolutely. Who were some of your mentors growing up? Um, so sadly, I didn't really have any growing up. I, I, um, it's you, baby, just you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did. I, I was a 
big in direct sales. I've been an entrepreneur since before I was 18. Um, I've owned my very first storefront when I was 18. I've just failed forward. Wow. I'm not afraid of failure at all. I think that when you fail, you there's always something that you can learn from it. Um, but uh, I tried a lot of different direct sales companies, never really found anything great until 2014. Uh, I got into a direct sales company and had a over $10 million team in my first full year. Um, when, yeah, when that happened, uh, I had to reach out to other people, you know, and so within the company, I did end up getting some mentors, um, and some people that just were like, really helped me understand that mindset was everything. And that's when I took it, um, very serious. I went off and, uh, then joined, uh, the John Maxwell team. And I went into their schooling. I flew out to Florida, met John Maxwell, got certified in mentoring, coaching, public speaking. Um, and I just have gained a passion for helping people because I saw um, within the company that I was promoting, I saw so many lives genuinely being changed, including my own. And I always kind of thought before that those were just made up stories and they were yeah. just kind of you know, exaggerated, <laughs> but then I became one. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. You know, I'll, it's not made up. Like this is for real. And, and we I became, wish we were making fun of this. <laughs> I began, I became very passionate because I was that story that seemed too good to be true. I went from, you know, selling all my furniture and only eating dinner. So my daughters could eat uh, and my dinners were just rice and beans. And I, I literally had nothing. And within 10 months, I was making a ridiculous amount of money every single month. Mm. And so um, I just, and I, I just, and I was traveling everywhere. Like, it's just insane. And I just wanted people to experience true freedom. And, and that's really what it is, is I don't, I don't chase money. You can't. <laughs> But I do chase freedom and the ability to do what I want, when I want, and where I want. You know what I'm saying? Bingo. And I think that ultimately that's what a lot of people would like, whatever that looks like to them. And so mm -hmm. um, I just got really, really passionate about it when, uh, you know, when I became one of those stories. So, yeah. It's, it's eye-opening too, too, because essentially you're also reminding yourself, hey, you know, this didn't happen overnight, but right. you you got to the wire, and then. Right. Sorry for the dinging. I got super. My car turned off. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, but so I did find end up finding a lot of mentors uh, while I was in there, and they are and coaches, and like I said, you are who you hang around. So they, I chose people who were multimillionaires, and. Mm -hmm. That's what happens, you know, like, like I said, you surround yourself and be intentional and don't ever take advice from somebody that you wouldn't trade places with. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's not there. Obviously, you know, you, you don't go to the gym and have an obese person telling you how to lose weight. Yeah. Uh, well, that goes back to insecurity. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a minute. <laughs> well, I just, I, I don't have a broke person who never has money try to tell me how to make money either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't I have do. the, I don't know, 
you don't have the you don't have the schizophrenic give you a psyche valve. You don't have <laughs> there you go. Uh, better yet, don't have the person with diabetes tell you to eat something that doesn't have sugar, you know? It's just <laughs> uh, right. pot kettle black, you know, it's just that. Exactly. Exactly. So um it just takes a lot of learning and having a lot of people uh who truly have your back in front of your face and behind your back. And it's eye-opening too, because you also realize, you know, uh, if anything, I'm going to, I'm not encouraging them to fail, but I'm also, I'm, I'm seeing that they want to improve themselves. And that's giving me some encouragement to not only not be like them, but still realize what I can do better that they might not realize. <laughs> well, and I'm always there for people. I just, it's, it's important to um, have a circle that is your support system and being really choosy on those people. I can support tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of other people, but only a very small, small, close, you know, circle gets full access. Right. <laughs> yeah. You got to protect that for sure. Uh, uh, do you also just uh, find your list of strengths and values kind of just changing yearly too? Where you're like, I'm going to... Really. You know, honestly, really? no. I mean, I feel like ever since I've been in the third grade, I have um, been somebody who's not afraid to stand up in front of everyone and, and speak. I'm not afraid to stand up for what's right not afraid to get in somebody's face if I feel they're doing wrong to me or somebody else. Um, I've always been a really hard worker. Um, I think that those Wait. strengths and values, they've always kind of been there. Um, you know, I've had to learn some things along the way about, you know, like tone and approach and stuff like that, nice. you know, like definitely things you have to learn and kind of fix. But I also think that you need to always just be you like always you're you're who you are and if people don't like how you talk or how you approach people or you know what you have to say or you should just you know sit down and be quiet or whatever <sighs> they're just not your people and that's okay there's billions of people in this world like don't isolate yourself just go find other people who do love you for who you are and be okay with that exactly <laughs> no sense in just remaining in this unwelcome company Amen. <laughs> uh, uh, do you have any uh, motivational video channels that you recommend people just uh, check out? Because there's nothing better than just kind of getting in the mode, just oh, having yeah. some pep I'm talk. Actually, I'm actually about to put a challenge out to my team. Um, the first 15 minutes of your morning is so critical to your mindset for the whole rest of the day. And I want to give them a challenge that, you know, for seven days, the first thing that you do is not get on your Facebook, not get on your Instagram, yeah. not get on your, whatever. You knock go straight, to, just go straight to YouTube. There's a ton, excuse me, a ton of free resources there. And you just watch 10 minutes of something motivational. Um, a couple of the people that I love, Les Brown, he makes me laugh. I love him. He's got just incredible humor. Um, Steve Harvey's kind of the same. Um, he's got really great story. He also got his success so much later in life. So it's very inspiring to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Les Brown also has a really great story. Very just <laughs> resilient and persistent. 
Hey, it's funny. Those are the um, magic words. Yep. If uh, if you need kind of an in your face, I say like a, a Tony Robbins, like in your face. Uh, also, you a, a Eric is it Eric Johnson? Eric Et? No, Eric Tom is it, is it Eric Thomas? Ah, I feel terrible, but he's very in your face too. I think it's Et. Yes, um, motivation speaker, author, and consultant Eric Thomas. Okay, perfect. Eric Thomas. Yes. So I would definitely um, look them up for sure, and Sweet. and get on there the first 15 minutes of your day, like go straight there first. It will change everything. Exactly. Um, I have one uh, wild one, which is um, for lack of a better word, uh, basically just uh, we, we had this awesome class assignment back in the day. And it, it was basically, it went like this, find five Ted talks you love and then find five Ted talks you don't care for. <laughs> and it was hard because it's like, well, even if I don't care for them or like how they're moving their hands or I'm not interested in the subject, I mean, I can't do what they can do. I mean, technically we can if we right. train ourselves, but you know, still. You still had respect for what they were doing. Right. So it was an interesting just challenge in college. It was like a speaking class and a lot of theater people were taking, but it was awesome because it was like, hey, just come out of your shell realizing why these guys uh, are able to just kind of balance both the conversation and a pep talk and they only have you know x amount of minutes to speak so did you find someone cool that you liked oh there were there, there were several and once again it was hard to just talk even critique some of them because it was like well okay so they kind of let the cat out of the bag in terms of what they're talking but again like they're they're so good so mm -hmm. how do i how do i judge them <laughs> you know but it was a great challenge and uh, I think it goes back to insecurity. If you find that toxic YouTube comment where you're like, what does that mean? It's like, yeah, that person probably has it really bad and they're picking on the person who's really good at inspiring people. I mean, there's a lot of internet trolls, yes. <laughs> it's Some hard to warrior. avoid them too. <laughs> it's hard to not give it attention because that's ultimately what they like and what they want. And so technically they've won. So then you have to just remind yourself, hey, they're going to keep doing this to everybody. <laughs> right. Right. And we just live in this technology based world. And then when you actually confront someone in their face, they they are just don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> yeah. They, they act like they didn't wrong you or do something wrong. And it's like, okay, you know what you did. Exactly. <laughs> but that's okay. You're going to die alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully not. But hopefully not. I mean, you got time to get help, but still, I mean. <laughs> It, it does, you know. It, uh, are you finding that it is easier to just talk in this day and age? I mean, like, I I, I do therapy uh, uh, with with a counselor uh, one, once a month, and but you still will occasionally encounter guys who do not want to talk about any kind of mental stress or health. Just I'm proud, man. I don't have flaws, you know. And I think that's silly. I, I think that's silly because I, I think be that I mean, we're, all, yeah, we're all flawed, you know, and the first step is to take accountability and recognize where our flaws are at. So then we can actually work on them. But if we constantly walk yes. around thinking we're perfect or think that there's something wrong with us, then we can never be helped. <laughs> and that's why so many people don't 
get coaching or don't get, you know, help or don't want accountability is because they think that everything they're doing is working. And I ask you and I to ask my clients and I was like, okay, so you are absolutely 100% in love with where you are in life right, right now. In which case, why are you taking my course? <laughs> and you, and usually, you know, well, I would like, you know, this, or I'd like that. Okay, well, so to this point, you've done it all yourself, and this is where you're at. So to this point, you have done everything at your own accord. You're not taking in other people's suggestions that are further along than you. Um, and you don't really like where you are, but you're still refusing to take advice from somebody who's further along than you. <laughs> like, yeah. let me know when you figure this out, because then we can take steps forward. But until you understand that, hey, maybe I don't have this all figured out. Until you reach that point, nobody can help you. Absolutely. And in fact, uh, you know how there's uh, improv comedians? Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the number one rule? You ever heard about that? Uh-uh. Don't negate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> People think the first rule is be funny. No, that 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 also works against it because then you're just trying too hard. You're overstaging yourself. True. Listen and react. That's mm -hmm. that's the first. That's something anybody can do. That's why it's an easier form of comedy in a way, actually. <laughs> yeah. And I think our society is at a point where it's very difficult for us to just listen to others. And what? Yeah. <laughs> also, ask for, like it's almost become not okay to ask for clarity or ask yeah. questions for perception. And the smartest people in this world understand that questions are good. You don't want somebody assuming a bunch of crap about you. So then you need to allow them to ask questions. You can't get upset. Yeah. They're, and don't be so offended or on the defense because if somebody's asking you questions, they're just trying to gain clarity. It doesn't mean they're attacking you. They're just like, okay, I want to understand this situation fully. I want to understand where you're coming from. I want to understand your perspective. And then I can come in well, and say, well, you. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't agree. Like, I kind of see it this way. Like, but if I don't have the full story or I don't have the ability to ask questions without getting my head bit off, then I am no longer an asset to this situation. Like, why are you even telling me? I guess just many times that people do it and they don't want advice. They just want to gossip or vent. And yeah. that's okay. I, I mean, I guess once in a while, but I think we live in a world where it's become very much habitual where we just gossip and vent, but we don't actually want advice and listen and allow people to, to kind of help us. Mm -hmm. And it's sad because again, we have all these people that are living unfulfilled lives, gaining depression and committing suicide. And yet nobody wants to take a step back and be like, okay, so far my way is not really working. I really should let somebody else come in and maybe guide me a little bit and help me feel fulfilled and feel like I love myself and where I'm going in this life and that I do have something to offer. Right. <laughs> but you got to let the ego and the pride go. It's got to go. You would think that even just asking for clarity would make you avoid having to ask additional questions or go, I get it. And then admit after the fact, uh, I actually don't understand it. And I don't want people, me, I, I love when people ask me questions. It makes me feel, A, it makes me feel like I'm heard. 
makes me feel like like I can't stand if I'm talking to someone and they don't even respond to anything I say and they go off left field and start talking about the light across the street or the uh, thing on their phone. And I'm like maddening, right? <laughs> okay, I was talking to a wall. You know, so I, I love it when somebody's engaging in a conversation. It makes me feel heard. It makes me feel like I'm important. Like I'm worth that person's time for them to actually care about what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, and everyone wants to be here. And I don't feel attacked. I don't know why so many end up feeling attacked. I certainly don't. I love it. But I again, that comes with um, knowledge and learning communication and learning, you know, how the minds work and learning how to help other people feel like they're important. And if we could all work on that together collectively, our world truly would be a lot happier. You would think. I mean, why? Uh, I I would always say I live life with no regrets. It's a lie because we all have some regrets, but it would be, it's good to be in a moment where you can say, you can ask yourself, what would I do differently? What would I do now? Now that I have that information. Yeah, for sure. Like learning and reflecting and growing. Absolutely. We should always be doing that. So uh, I love it. So it starts by being positive, and I guess you could say it ends with being, uh, with uh, reflecting on what you've just listened to. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's a lot to to take, and many times, hey, many times you got to listen or read it more than once. Yes, and that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> like. There's so many times I'll hear someone speaking or I'll read a book and I'm like, you know what? I bet if I reread that or I listen to it again, I'm going to pick up something different. And no joke, that's exactly what happens. So I encourage people, you know, sometimes you may listen to something and one thing stands out and a week later you listen to it again and you are like, whoa, that wasn't there last time. But but really it was. It's just affecting or reflective to your life maybe mm-hmm. differently um, in that moment, or you were just distracted, you know, previously or whatever. Um, so I always <laughs> encourage people to definitely listen or read things more than once. And, and then don't try to like apply everything at one time. That's overwhelming and, and, and not good for your mindset. Choose yeah. an area, choose a spot and say, I'm going to work on this and like, give yourself seven, 14, 21 days, like to work on that one thing. Because like I said earlier, we're creatures of habit and it takes 21 days to break a habit, whatever that is. And so our minds are so programmed to where we could like get up at the same time, go to the same, like our And even if you got to a point where normally you have a fight with your significant other on Mondays at 6 PM <laughs> and this Monday's going really great, your mind is going to find a way because it's so programmed to pick a fight and get in a fight. That's how robotic we are unless we pay attention and shake things up. And like I said, work on it, but you've got to be willing to self-reflect. You have to. Absolutely. Instead of just letting it just continually bottle up. Why do you think that is too, where people just think, I don't have to let it out. I'll look weak if I do. If I don't just... I would say it probably from upbringing 
and they didn't it goes have, back to day one <laughs> yeah they didn't have a safe place to express those feelings without feeling a negative feeling in return so if you're a little kid and you're trying to express you know that your feelings got hurt and your dad is like oh knock it off and man up you're just fine da, 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 da. now right so now you're like yeah. okay I'm not supposed to let people know that I feel hurt because my dad instilled into me that I need to be a man and man up and knock it off and just forget about it. <laughs> so it usually isn't something that happens later in life. Uh, children are pretty much, their brains are pretty much already completely hardwired by about the time they're seven. And Oof. by the time they're a teenager, like there's really not a whole lot of correction that you can do by like 14, 15. Now, a man's frontal lobe um, and, and, and us females, they don't fully develop until you're 25. And it's crazy because that is, um, there's, I forget exactly the technical terms, but I know that um, you shouldn't be making life decisions by yourself until yeah. that lobe is fully developed because you don't comprehend the full big picture yet yeah you would think that'd be another indicator but you know how it is we have people who don't want to take up any kind of faith or philosophy or and just act like you know science doesn't apply to me because i'm special <laughs> well i get it but but either way you still have the same anatomy so yeah. you don't want to, you know, you don't want to take up a lot of this stuff. Okay. But you still have an anatomy. And at some point, like you, you asked, you said, why do you think you, well, you know, why do you think people bottle it up? Because if you remember it or not, when you were a child, you probably experienced a negative feeling when you did something. So now you have to, like I said, work on it and say for the next, whatever, 14, 21 days, I'm going to, when I have those feelings, I'm going to treat it in a different way confide yeah. in somebody let them know you know something and you redirect we have all these neurological paths in our brains and that's mm -hmm. really what, in the, what the more we do the same habit over and over and over again those neurological pathways become deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and that's why we become habitual so to the longer the time you've had the habit obviously the harder it is to be able to break it it's not impossible. It's just harder. And you have to have an accountability partner that's like, hey, you said you were going to fix this or stop doing this or what, you know, whatever. <laughs> and you can't get mad at them because at the end of the day, you wanted to make those changes. Yep. So make the decision and then bring somebody else in that's going to hold you accountable and let your life start being changed or else stop complaining that your life isn't changing. Bingo. Don't be the guy who comes that out after work and just wants to complain about their life. And then at the end of the day, you get disappointed because you not only don't feel validated, but you're going to go back to doing the same thing and complaining about it again and driving other people crazy. <laughs> well, especially if somebody's giving you the information. It's one thing if somebody doesn't know the information, right? So yes. if somebody doesn't know like what I just like these neurological things or, you know, a lot of this stuff that we've talked about, if somebody doesn't know it, I can't blame them. Right. I can't be like, oh, stop complaining, to, you know, whatever. But <laughs> once I've given you the tools and I've given you the education, now it's your now you're making a choice because now you've been told and you've been informed. And so now you're just flat out making your own choice to say, oh, I don't believe in that but you're upset on where you're at doing it your way. Like we talked about earlier. So yep. um, I'm excited for people to listen to this and be able to, you know, 
pour into people and help them break free and put it together. Yeah. Get out of their habits. They don't want to be in and start feeling fulfilled and walking out their purpose. And I'm going to share the crap out of it. Cause like I said, once you get the information, there's no excuse. Now you mm-hmm. have the information. So now it's a choice. And I just hope and pray that everybody makes a good choice and can walk it out how they're supposed to. Here's hoping. <laughs> yep. It's a two way street and uh, I'm happy to, uh, I'm happy we could just pick each other's brain and just share this dissect. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, and uh, anything else upcoming you you would love to promote? Oh, I've got all kinds of things. Like I said, I'm a serial entrepreneur. So we have a production company and um, have movies that are in the works and that have been released. And I've got rental properties and I've got health and wellness, nutrition, and, you know, I stay busy. I stay busy, um, and I just, I network like crazy, and I network like crazy because many reasons, (laughs) Um, but I just, I want to expand my network continually because I, I genuinely just want people to feel like they have a great purpose because they do. And so, um, how, whatever avenue it is that I get in touch with somebody, um, and I'm able to just try to breathe life back into their dreams and, and into their life, then fantastic. I'm excited for it. That's lovely. So, yeah. Once again, nothing but positive vibes <laughs> coming over. So. Well, I appreciate you having me on for sure. It's been fun. I, I hope I so, hope man. I <laughs> I didn't want it to be a waste of anyone's time. I just wanted to just uh, allow everyone to know about your platform and and just half the time it just seems like we're just pointing people in just different directions and it's just like, well, that's a good thing too. <laughs> yeah, there's um um if I do if there are people listening that are entrepreneurs, I did write a um, free ebook on there. It's myactivationstation.com. Um and the ebook is about dominating social media and it just helps people with marketing and networking because you could be in business all day long, but if nobody knows about you, then you're really not in business. And so uh-huh. um, just the consistency and sometimes people will start, like I said, I was big into direct sales and I'll, biggest thing I would hear is, well, I don't know what to do now. Like now I started, now what? And it's just like anything, like just one foot in front of the other, fail forwards and fail on your face. It's okay. Um, and right. so I decided to write, to write that book and just have it as a free download. So people can just go on there and grab it. Um, and again, like I said, I just want to help people. So they want to go there and download it. Awesome. Perfect. Uh, where can they find you on the interwebs for those who don't know? <laughs> Oh, you can search C-A-D-Y-N-S-E on any platform, including Spotify, because I do have a couple of songs that are released. Um, and, and then, you know, Instagram, Facebook, all that goodies. So, yep. Stellar, stellar. All right. Well, wonderful. You, you remain safe out there. And thank you ever so much for sharing your world with other people and changing their world. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll return after these messages. 
Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. Yeah, <laughs> not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up review show.